Yeah. SOJ conversation. So we've got some, what is this, pumpkin juice. We've got some every flavored beans. And we're about to talk about Game of Thrones. Ah, just joking. Talking about Hogwarts and the boy Harry Potter. The boy who lived. What if Harry Potter didn't live? And like his dad had to come back. And, and yeah, what if the whole story didn't exist? We wouldn't be here right now. That'd be crazy. My, nothing to talk about. Right? My mom used to sell books. She was the book lady. She set up like book fairs at schools and different businesses. And I remember when Harry Potter came out, that was like our bread and butter. I remember her ordering lots and lots of cases and it's selling probably the best. She always inventory started with Harry Potter. Um, it was, it wasn't something that I read until I had children. And it was, it was difficult to read with the the difficult names, and it was it was kind of in that the London accent, so it was a very uh, I don't know the names were tough to pronounce and stuff. So it was a lot. It was one of those books where I just kind of made up names and uh, kept going with it. <clears throat> My kids would fall asleep when I would read it, but when I got into audiobooks, that was one of the second or third series that I digested just because of its popularity. Cheers. 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 Thank you. So I got um, my good friends, Tonks and Luna. Tonks. 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 <laughs> sitting here with me. Um, and we're going to talk about why we love Harry Potter. So I'm not a super nerd like you guys are. So anything that I say that's incorrect, please feel free to correct. Um, yeah, definitely. I, uh, I think that Harry Potter transcended a lot of levels as far as making magical acceptable um having kids have a a bright look at uh witches and wizards and things of that nature whenever you think of witch you always think of the green lady with the long nose and all black you know this one this story kind of throws a positive spin on something that's always kind of had that dark undertone and that 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 negativity on it. What was it that drew you guys specifically to Harry Potter? I think for me, I very vividly remember discovering Harry Potter. I was I, I saw it on the Rosie O'Donnell show, which was a thing many years ago in ninety seven. Oh, it was okay. in it was in ninety seven when okay. the book came out. Um, I was in the fourth grade. Okay. And I remember my mom watched the Rosie O'Donnell show and she had shown the book on her show, like, I just got this book, it's really popular for my kids, but it was right when all that controversy was happening where mm -hmm. Harry Potter was equated with devil worshipping and Satan and stuff, and we can talk about that later, but mm -hmm. that's how I found it, and I remember seeing it in my library, and I was like, because oh. I've always been really into science fiction. Rosie was talking about stuff. that book, let me check it yeah. out. Yeah, and so I remember I got it, and, I, and I've, I've been an avid reader since I was a small child, I've always been that was, really, I was gonna ask. Okay. really, really into books, so like, I... And I remember I picked it up and I started it and I did not stop until I put it, finished it. Yeah. And then I opened it back up and I read it the second time straight nice. through. Nice. And for me, like, Harry Potter was, I mean, obviously, like, the witches and wizards and the magical stuff of it is really cool because that just, I have a very vivid imagination. But for me, I grew up in a really small country town and I never really felt like I had anyone to talk to and I had, like... Harry Potter made the world feel bigger for me when I was a small kid. Like, I lived in, I mean, we had Amish people as our babysitters. So, okay. like, at a very small miles in between houses and stuff. And it made the world feel a lot bigger. And it made, if an 11-year-old could defeat a dark war, then, like, why couldn't I do something and save the world? And it was really inspirational for me in that way. And I just latched onto that story so hard. And just the, you know, I love fantasy and stuff. So it was, a, I think, a combination of both of those things. So, 97, the first one came out. How long until the last one came out? Because I remember there was, there, it was, you said 97, 98. 2007 was the last book came out. Yeah, was okay, so it was yeah. 10 years that she got all seven books done. Mm -hmm. But did she, now I know they split the last movie, like the, the was it the last book that they split in half into two movies? Yeah, yes. it, was the, it was the okay. Deathly Hollows part one and part two. Yeah. Okay, that's right. Because I, I listened to the Deathly Hollows and it was 
long and drawn out. That that search for the um, Horcruxes mm. was it was brutal to get through in the books. It was just, I mean, I felt like they were dragging on and on and on and on. It felt like a perilous journey. They touched on it in the movies, but I feel like with the time constraint and how you have to mm. sh- smush so much into a movie, yeah, it didn't feel. I mean, they they touched on it a little bit and they did a pretty good job. I don't have too many complaints from book to movie but um what about you how what what got you into harry potter where did you start were <laughs> you from the very funny. beginning um no i i was actually a little bit younger so i think when i was in elementary school and actually i found out through there were like er reading tests mm-hmm. so where you could read books and gain like take a quiz and earn points and things like that mm-hmm. so that was kind of yeah that was kind of my first i was like curious about it and um my brother and I actually got really into it together, and we started on cassette audiobooks. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where I was. We would crawl up in his bed and, and listen to the cassettes. and Hit me with some beans. And I yeah, think... I'm scared that I'm going to find. Find a really bad one of yours. I'm going to start doing noise. one at a time now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like I connected with it so much. Like like she said, the, the whole fantasy aspect of it, and... Um, I personally connected on kind of the, like, outcast mm-hmm. level. Yeah. So, like, for me, I was, like, Harry was my best friend. And, like, yeah. it was so cool. And I became really familiar with the characters and really loved it that way. Yeah. And it's just, it's so imaginative. And it's so, like, inversed into this world that you could really put yourself in. Yeah. I remember them coming out in succession. I remember people waiting for number six to come out, waiting for number seven to come out. And I remember that angst and anticipation. Now, at that time, I wasn't participating in mm-hmm. the world. I hadn't I hadn't um, dived into reading them yet. No. I, I had kids early, so I was doing other things. But I remember the Harry Potter hype. And I remember I lived from one end of this country to the other. And I saw it in California. Mm-hmm. I saw it in North Carolina. I saw it in Texas. Um, I saw it in New Jersey. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was definitely um, international and, you know, worldwide. Yeah, I was definitely one of those kids, like, I was in line at, like, midnight. Yeah. Every, any, every, I was at every single midnight release of movie, book, and the first movie came out when I was still in elementary school, and this was before you could buy, like, movie tickets online and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. We waited in line for eight hours in the cold, and, like, when we got there, there was just, like, droves of people in wizard robes and just everyone was dressed up and had glasses and stuff and I was like my people like it was such a community and a community that I felt like I like I was a part of I wasn't trying to be this person that I wasn't like I felt like I was me and I was comfortable with being me and I think that was another reason because I feel like people who like Harry Potter all kind of share that similarity and it it brings people together what I was what I was trying to get to was I think it was the hype that got me into it Mm -hmm. but when you're sitting here, just what you said earlier about, you know, you connecting with the outcast part and you connecting with the, you know, um, Harry Potter just gave you this world to kind of, um, I don't know, escape to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I never really thought about it like that. And I'm thinking, while you're saying that, I'm thinking about the friend aspect. Mm-hmm. Like, I moved around a lot, so I never really had that one person that was always there and I always wanted it. I was always looking for that one best friend. Like, okay, yeah. Josh is my best friend now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, dang, we moved. Okay, now Corey's my best friend now. Okay, oh, dang, we moved. You know what I mean? And it was, you know, I was always looking for that. So I think maybe that was what kept me there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've read, um, I'm sorry, I've talked to people that have read, you know, book one, two, three, and they just couldn't connect. They're like, oh, it's all the same. It's it's very similar. It is, but I'm a creature of habit. I like familiar things. I like when they mention Hogsmeade in the first book but you can't go to it until the third year yeah. and then on the third year they go to it like yeah. I remember little things like that you were that. waiting they were like, yeah. Yeah. we're going to Hogsmeade yeah. yeah. you know, and then when they get Butterbeer um, I went to Universal recently and Butterbeer is hands down my favorite thing the, most, the about the trip the foam on top it, is the best part of it it's everybody like right when they get in they're like alright Butterbeer I Butterbeer. need to like walk around mm-hmm. and like experience it with Butterbeer yeah. it's, that was um, the first thing we did it's so good it's so good. Um, a question that I had for you when we were getting into it. How far along were the books before that first movie came out? Do you remember? It was... Because the books weren't the finished. Thir- yeah, I think the third book had come out by then. And then they started the... They probably got the movie they came deal. Out and then Goblet of Fire. 
Yeah, because I think the first movie came out and the Goblet of Fire came out around the same. That time? may be completely wrong, but, but no, I, I think that sounds it. right. Because when the Goblet of Fire came out, the third book was already crushing records. Um, I think they said that it was, it was either the second or the third book that was the first book on the New York Sellers best uh, selling list to uh, to hit that mark on the list number one before it came out. By pre-orders. This was pre-internet, pre-you know, smartphones. So, my mom was selling books. So that was one thing that she told everyone. I remember hearing that. The repeated. Goblet of Fire came out in two thousand, and then the movie came out right after that. Okay. In two thousand one. Yeah. So four came out. They were already working on the movies. Yeah. They yeah. picked the cast. They mm -hmm. figure, okay, these kids are gonna grow up. This is what we're Perfect. gonna do. Yeah. So and they did. I think they did a great job as far as aging the kids. Mm -hmm. That was one of the first times I remember seeing a movie seven movies long. Right. You know, you heard of one, two trilogies yeah. were like the cool yeah. thing. Yeah. And then seven? Yeah. Like it it was a it was a feat. Now, I remember my mom talking about because uh, my mom was a single mom and then got remarried and then was a single mom again. I remember her talking about uh JK Rowling's and saying that uh, her husband was suing her because mm. she was with him while he was while she was writing like book one and two, and then she didn't publish anything until I think she was done with three, and then the first book blew up. Mm. She started making money. They were already divorced. I think he sued her mm -hmm. for money. Now we and it's it's probably all public record. You can check me if I'm wrong, but I remember her winning the mm -hmm. rights and he didn't get anything and i remember my mom being real proud about that shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, didn't, he didn't get anything yeah and speaking to you talking about the agent thing i think that was also another reason harry potter was such a cool thing for me is because i i did grow up with that book mm -hmm. for the same reason i think i love toy story so much because i was that age when mm -hmm. andy was the first movie and then when he went to college i was in college so i think it's that same thing like harry potter we, we were around the same age when that started so not only does Harry Potter encompass, like, fantasy and all these magical things, like, their relationships and friendships, and they go through things as normal humans. So as I aged, I was going through those same things that these people in the books were going through, and I could relate to that. It was like a, my therapy book. Like, I, I was like, oh, they know exactly what I'm going through. And it was like, I could age with them. I, I grew up with It's so instilled in me because I grew up with it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's something you've looked forward to. It's something you've anticipated. I can relate that to my love for Halo. You know, um, I've played it for a long time, longer than I've had kids, and I remember waiting in line for it to come out the night before, playing tournaments before it came out, waiting for the midnight release, you know, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing uh, I wanted to say was that uh, Harry Potter and his friends, like, not only did they... Uh, do you guys need to nope, check good. it out? I was just looking um, camera. Not only did they, you know, add new people, but they kept the main core. I've always been good at kind of picking out plot lines and mm -hmm. kind of seeing where things are going. One thing that really got me, that surprised the hell out of me, that probably would have even got me in the in the movies as well as the books, was, spoiler alert, Jenny and Harry. Mm -hmm. It really surprised me. I was like, I didn't see it coming out of nowhere. And when I go back and read it the second time, there's definitely hints mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. But I totally missed it. I totally missed it. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I wanted it to happen. So it's yeah, kind was, of like, yeah, mm, maybe it won't. Well, happen. and there's also that like little sister thing. I've been in that situation before where like the little sister is real cute and almost into you, but you're best friends with, with your homie. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's your boy. So uh seeing the very last scene where they're on um uh nine and three quarters mm -hmm. and they're walking their kids and you see Jenny and, and Harry like hugging mm -hmm. and then and then Hermione and, and Ron come popping up, you know what I mean? It was it was strange but it was like wow like Love really did conquer. I remember saying that that was that was um, Dumbledore's main thing was like love can really conquer all any other magic that there is, mm -hmm. and not to sound mushy or or, or um, you know hippy dippy, but that's really what that's what this podcast is about. It's about spreading positive vibes. Mm -hmm. It's about putting out love. You know, it's about um, shining light on things. And you know, there there might be a controversy out there. It might have desensitized us you know with the whole getting to like witches and getting to like 
you know, mythological creatures that um, may come back to harm us one day. I, I don't know how that's going to work or how it's going to play out, but I think it did more good than bad, mm -hmm. um, for sure. I went, like, I, I guess we could touch on um, Universal. I went there, and I saw a lot of families, like, hanging out looking for the butterbeer, um, mm -hmm. asking about the butterbeer. I heard people hating on the butterbeer, you know, um, uh, asking. How dare they? <laughs> well, there, there was people, oh, it's just butterscotch soda. I'm like, actually, I think it's cream soda with butterscotch froth. That's my personal opinion. I'm not sure. I went to the same guy um, three times. I actually ordered four butterbeers when I was there. I had and so I, much butterbeer. I tried to get the guy to put an extra thing of froth on the top. Mm -hmm. And I guess he's trained to say, uh, it's trademark drink, sir. It's a trademark drink. No, uh, I, I asked when I went like years ago and they still said the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a trademark drink. So they, they mm -hmm. won't they won't reveal to you what it is. Even though when you say it, you kind of see him go like, it's like Yeah, they give you the little wink wink, mm -hmm. like, yeah, you mm -hmm. right, you right. Because mm -hmm. it is, it's like fresh cream soda. And then they even, did you do a frozen mm -hmm. butterbeer? I did frozen. Oh, I did a regular butterbeer first. And then I got the frozen butterbeer, and I was like, Yes, well, because it turns into a regular butterbeer if you just wait, and it's frozen when you get it. So it's, and I think the frozen butterbeer actually makes the froth last a little bit longer. I feel like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't just turn into the liquid. So that was a great thing. Let's go to favorite books since we're just jumping back and forth. I think number four was the one I remember reading the most. And probably I have the most memory of just the other schools and, you know, the ship coming out of the, the bay and just the, the whole contest and, um, you know, really bringing in new characters and, and uh, Hagrid flirting with old girl. Um, I thought that was probably close, but then again, I like the last one because of all the action mm -hmm. and the spells flying around and when they actually... When they're describing, you know, uh, Mrs. Weasley, like, trying to get out of there, but fighting back, yeah. throwing Not things. Daughter, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that was, that was, that was my shit. You know, when it all came down to it, I felt like that whole, that whole soft, you know, little kid to, to adolescent to teenager, you know, flirting with the whole love story. When it came down to that battle scene, it was, it was so anticipated and waited for like we they have all these powers and there's just a few things that happen here a couple of people get bit by snakes you know every now and then there's danger lurking around the corner um but i think that last movie just just blew it out the water and the last book too the book i don't know i i don't think the i think the books are better than the movies but i think the movies did a great job um a lot of people didn't like the first movie i just found that out Really? A lot of people are, like, I feel like people probably are, no, that was probably too old. Well, it was probably the first one. They probably didn't have as big of a budget, you know what I mean? It was like, let's see how this goes, if it's as successful. Then It was the same thing with um, uh, the Marvel movies. When they came out with the first one, the budget yeah. wasn't that great. But then, Or, or Spider-Man. Yeah. The, for Spider-Man 2, the budget was, like, literally non-existent, and it performed great. It was Sony's yeah. biggest movie until Jumanji. I think it was the expectation for it, mm -hmm. but I remember being happy with the movie, and me being a diehard, like, there were things, like, the, my biggest thing, I think a lot of Harry Potter fans, their biggest thing in the movies, just in general, that they, they didn't include Peeves at all, the poltergeist in Hogwarts, and he was such a funny, cool part of the books, yeah, yeah. Like, really, you couldn't put him in there, yeah. like, he was such they a the half-headless, what's-his-face, nearly headless Nick, yeah, nearly like, headless Nick, yeah, yeah, and, like, the bloody Baron, like, kept Peeves in check, and, yeah. like, it was, like, I don't know, I felt like, and there were even, like, the spew thing with Hermione, and, like, the, the house elves and stuff, so there were a lot of really cool... But if the you... house elves was something that you told me about before I started reading the books. Mm. You, I remember you said something about that, the controversy of the house elves, how it's in the books, but it's not in the movies um, as much. I, I agree with you. Mm. The, the spew was the, the organization she mm. put together, right? Her little rabble-rousing. Mm -hmm. um, that was... I, I I don't know, but I guess you have to cut out. But you do things, like yeah. that it, to to do a successful book or something. Sorry, a successful movie with a book with that much detail and that much world to yeah. cover. It's it's kind of impossible. Yeah, it's like really. that with most like the book is yeah. always better. It's always than better. Movie. Yeah, like, it's so much more descriptive and when you get to imagine the own world in your head and how yeah. you want to look it. But I think for I I remember leaving the theater and I cried when I was in the 
theater because I was just so happy. But like, I remember being. I remember happy the weekend with it. the last one came out, and everyone yeah. was like, "Everybody dies. All of his friends die. Hermione dies. Ron dies." And I was like, oh, "No!" <laughs> I wasn't even reading it, but I was like, "I was like, no! Those are all Harry's friends. Not, they can't die." Um, but when when I was reading the book and I had no idea what was going on, the the worst part for me was when um Dumbledore got it when I did not see that coming at all like I, I didn't see that coming either he always had I didn't know that wet, and yeah what? the way no. Snape took him yeah. out like yeah. motherfucking that Snape yeah. but the way they tied it all oh, together no, at the end and they couldn't have done that any yeah. better like I loved yeah. it but like oh. when that book came out and that's all the information that I yeah. had they I was made pissed. you hate Snape they made you hate oh, Snape yeah. and then of course he starts the next book you know yeah. what I mean he's in the prologue of yeah. the very next book walking yeah. up to meet Voldemort and then uh, so I, it was, I mean, hats off, uh, definitely one of the best series, um, that I've got to digest. Um, have you ever been to Universal? <laughs> I have been to Universal. The first time I went, it was three years ago now, back in October, and we went as a girl's trip, and I knew that it was going to be a big deal for me because I love Harry Potter so much, so I was already like, okay, and I get really excited about things, that's just my personality, so we get to Universal, and I'm like, we all, like, dress like we had the three of the girls that were, were all separate houses, so we were dressed in our house colors, like we were ready to go. And I remember you have to walk through Universal, and yeah. then you go to the like, yep. trains, you don't even see that it's there, and you have to go through. Yep. And, like, I saw the night bus, and then my, like, spidey senses started tingling, and I was like, oh my god, we're close, we're close, it's happening. <laughs> I immediately started having a panic, I had to use my inhaler, I was just like... <gasps> I can't breathe. My face went numb. I like, and so like, they like walked me to Diagon Alley and I, I turned the corner. I'm already like sobbing at this point. Yeah, and yeah. I turn the corner and there's a video of it online. It's pretty hysterical. And I look and I go and just turn and bury my face into the brick and I'm, I'm just sobbing. I can't even look at Diagon Alley because I'm so overwhelmed yeah. with emotion. Yeah. And the lady comes over from the leaky cold and she's like, you're a first year, aren't you? And I was like, <laughs> yes, I am. Just go up to the bar and they'll give you some complimentary butterbeer. And I was like, thank you! Just like, and these like children are walking yeah. by, like, who's this girl? Yeah, like, yeah, and I'm yeah. like an adult, like yeah. sobbing in the yeah. beginning. I wonder if they're like, oh, a die got out. Another one of these people. And the sim same thing happened. We were all at Ollivanders because the, they pick a couple kids yep. to do the ceremony. And yeah, normally yeah. they pick, you know, like little children that are mm -hmm. dressed up in wizard. Me and my, you know, how old was I then? Like 26? You got picked? I was. I don't know if it was the expression on my face. I don't yeah. know if they paid off the dude to pick yeah. me. I don't yeah. know what happened, yeah. but like he like walks up to me and he's like, "Are you here for your wand?" And I was like, mm -hmm. "He is." Yes, and I so am. I got to go through the whole ceremony. Yeah. And it was. It was like the greatest day of my life. Yeah. Like, and Diagon Alley is so cool because you walk in and you are in Diagon Alley. It is yeah. the attention to detail in that place is like. That's why it's so believable and so magical because you are there. Yeah, amen. From you from are from there. the paved stones to there's even alleys that look creepy as hell that yeah. you don't want to go down. Yeah. Not an think, alley, no. Yeah, there, and you know you've got the you've got green guts off in the distance. You've got uh, uh, wizzos, wonkies, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, turns into the candy shop. Uh, yeah, the uh, you're right. The attention to detail is. is you haven't been to Diagon Alley, have phenomenal. you? Phenomenal, Luna. <laughs> no, it was. I went before they had the train mm. before, like before everything. So it was. So you just saw the Hogwarts ride. Yeah, but they had like I mean they had like Ollivanders and like a few okay. shops. I okay. think it was like three or four shops, like the candy store and like things that you could it walk into. Just wasn't into. finished yet. No, but it was still. Um, it was a little bit different, like. Cody went with me and my parents, mm -hmm. so, like, they were kind of like, oh, this is cool, and, like, Cody doesn't, he's never read the yeah, books yeah. or watched the movie, so yeah, yeah. I was kind of just, like, oh, like, awed by anything, and that's, like, the same thing with Universal, like, everything to the T, like, yeah. the window displays with their animatronics, and mm -hmm. just... They literally the bathroom. Yeah, the so well, even the employees, the employees yeah, as we say, like, oh, yeah. in character. If someone was like, just could you like go work at Hogwarts for twelve fifty for the rest of your life? Absolutely. Yeah. Where do I sign up? Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah, I don't care. I'll yeah. live in a shoebox. Let yeah. me pretend that I'm in Hogwarts for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yes, please. And yeah, just interacting with everybody yeah. else. Yeah. Well, one of the cool things I I wanted to get a wand so bad, but I was with my buddy and I wasn't trying to nerd out. Or we kind of walked through a couple times. No shame. I, no shame. I, I had to do the butter beer, you know. But well, I almost got a wand, but it was sixty dollars. 
years. I did the same thing. I was know? like, I want one so bad, but like, I, I couldn't do it. That's the same thing. Well, I and then when I actually like, went into um, uh, Alavander's, yeah. like, there's like 40 different wands to choose. Well, there's, I think there's like nine or ten. But there's so many different boxes, and it's like, which one do I pick? And then you see, it's like, do you want Hermione's? Do you want Rom's? Do you want, you know what I mean? And I started looking at all of them, and it's like, I wouldn't even know which one I would want. You know? Um, I would have to really, I'd have to do some research. Like, I think I would want, like, uh, who's the, uh, whatchamacallit? The, the dude that, uh, that plays Quidditch that that, uh, goes out with Hermione briefly. What's his name? Oh, um... The Russian dude. I know. Uh, I'm like, it's not Thor. Where's, where's Jesse when you need her? Uh, what was the, the big guy from... What was Ro- it from Goblet of Fire? Yeah. The dated, like... The, the dated Russian Hermione. Guy. What is his name? Victor Crumb. Oh, Victor yeah. Crumb, yes. Victor Crumb. Yeah, I didn't see Victor Crumb's wand. If I would have um, saw his wand, I probably would have got I was like, that. it's not Thor, but it's something the, like Thor. The only reason, I, they are expensive, and I bought mine, but the only reason I did was I had to because oh, the wand yeah. chose me. Well, yeah. So, of course, oh, I, I bought it. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had, I had yeah, yeah, to yeah. buy it because yeah, yeah. it was the experience. Which but. one did you get? Do you know? Um, it wasn't any of the characters. It was like, okay. it, was like a t- it was like my own wand. So, so when you went, it was... Fairly, or I guess they had just opened up the expansion. Uh, it had been open for a while. Okay. Um, not super new. Probably maybe less than a year, but not. Yeah. Because I was trying to see if they were fifty or sixty different types. I did, like I said, I didn't get to really, really look the way I wanted to. But I, I opened up a couple different box, probably about eight or nine different boxes, mm-hmm. and looked at the different ones. Yeah. And I was searching for the elder wand because if they had that, duh, of course I'm going to get that one. But uh, I saw Voldemort's, I saw um, Harry's, I saw Hermione's, I saw Ron's. Um, I didn't see Crumb's, or else I think I might have went for it. But the cool thing I saw was those wands, they interact with different things throughout mm-hmm. the park. So you can like... Get a map and you can You can flick and oh, turn a light on, mm-hmm. you, can, you can flick a, a, a sewer thing and it'll spit water out. I saw one kid get hit with water because his sister... Yeah threw a, a spell at it, and you have to okay. actually, there's a certain way you have to flick it. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, yeah, there, and it shows different, and you actually, like, Is there somebody controlling motion? it, or is mm-hmm. it, like, No, it's, it's motion sensor, okay. but, like, what's you, the, um, like, what's the open the lock, uh, Alohomora. spell? Alohomora. that's what it was, because there was, there was, there was <laughs> someone <laughs> trying to do it to a lock, and I, I remember that from the book, because they use that one a lot, but I couldn't think of it. Um, the only one I had in my head was Avada Kedavra. And I used that on uh, the guy that wouldn't give me the butterbeer extra shot. And I probably thought that was really rude of you. He did. He looked. He looked super offended. Like, like he like was upset with How me. How dare you use an? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I didn't have. I didn't have a here. wand or anything. Yeah. yeah. I, think I, I pointed my pumpkin juice at him yeah. and it was like. Um, but it was a. Uh, it was a great time, man. I had. I had such a good time. It was. Uh, they like you said they and the did, dragon with a fire and you could feel the I saw heat it. I saw of the it. fire. I it's saw so it. cool. Now I got to ride the rides. Even the ride was freaking awesome. So, yeah, the ride at Gringotts. Oh my gracious, oh, it's so cool. Yeah, yeah it, we'll we'll go. <laughs> did like, was it shut down? They didn't, they didn't have, have it. Yet. Uh, yeah, the, the, ho- the one at Hogwarts is really cool too. I did not like it. I got sick. Really? We, you're basically like in a like a what was it like six person yeah. like yeah. arm motion thing, but you're in like this bubble screen mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it was yeah. different too. I mean, I had been to Universal before, so a lot of the rides were already there. Yeah, yeah. Like the it used to be called Dueling Dragons, where it had the yeah. two. Like, mm-hmm. so I, it was kind of like when they changed names at Carolyn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It didn't. I didn't. I was like, oh, there's Dueling Dragons. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. I uh, I nerded out in all the shops. It was it was pretty warm when I was there too. So I used the air conditioning from all the shops, and I went in and looked at all the comic books and looked at all the action figures. It's it's a lot of there's a lot of superhero stuff over there. A lot of X Men, a lot of Fantastic yeah, Four stuff over there. Um, Hollywood was super cool. I saw the uh, um, the Scooby Doo mobile, uh, the Mystery Machine. Um, I don't know if I could pick a favorite. I mean, I guess the butterbeer was definitely my Hi- favorite <laughs> part of it. Yeah. Do you want me to... No, you're fine. Okay. Um, but, um... Hold on. I'll just go ahead and fall. So what was your favorite, Miss Luna? Uh, first off, book, um, Sorcerer's Stone. I mean, I can't. It, it's the same thing with the movie. Like, I... 
I, I will always, always love it. I've read that book the most, and it's something that, like, I always, always go to. Um, but as far as book always. goes, Prisoner... Uh, yeah. Always. Always. Prisoner of Azkaban was a really, really fun one to read. It... it I don't know. I felt like it... It was a little bit more expanding of the story yeah. that I really liked, where you get to see a, a like a really different side and different sides of characters that you didn't normally see. So. She got really good with the twists and turns. I think with the Prisoner of Azkaban, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, the, there was some good ones at the end of number four. But I think with the, she's always done good twists and turns. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think she was just perfecting them and got ri- by the time the Prisoner of Azkaban came around. I I didn't like. The prisoner. What was his name? Uh, his uncle. Serious. Yeah. Serious. Yeah, I was not a fan of Serious um, until I maybe the last five so minutes cool. of it. Yeah, but they, that was the, I think that was the whole point. Yeah, and I know? felt so bad for Harry because it was like that the end of the book. It was like, oh, family. Nope. Just yeah. kidding. You Sorry. can't have that family. Yeah. yeah. That's super sad. Well, that yeah. was his like closest thing to family. Mm-hmm. And he wanted it so bad. He was gonna get to live there. He was gonna get to move out from underneath the yeah. stairs. But, you know, now we know, like, that everything happens for a reason that he couldn't have left. Because if he had left the Dursleys, then he would have lost the protection from that spell from his yeah. mom dying. Yep. So, like, he wouldn't have been able to leave. And then who knows what the story could have gone. So, yeah, he yeah. had to have stayed in that house until he was 17. Yeah, well-written. Well, well-written. Well-written. And, and well-weaved together, I think, for sure. Sorry about that, folks. We had to take a brief pause for the cause. Tunks had to... Wash some dye out of her hair. Um, I wanted to say that one of my favorite characters is Professor McGonagall. I like that she's a, uh, what do you call it when you can turn into a, uh, an animal? Trans, trans, what'd you say? Transfiguration? Transfer, when you can turn into an animal, it's animagus. An animagus, that's mm-hmm. right. But she's probably registered. She, yeah, registered yeah, registered animagus. Registered and then animagus. she teaches transfiguration, which is... Okay, that's right. She teaches things. transformation. Okay. I think that she's got um, the leadership abilities. Uh, she definitely is hard on the kids, but loves them in the same ways. And I just, I don't know, I think it'd be cool to be a cat. I've always thought that. I think cats are one of the yeah. coolest animals. As much as I, I wouldn't want to own one because you have to clean out their litter box and they don't come when you call them. But I think it would be cool to be one. Yeah. So, Do you think that would be your animagus if you were an animagus? Like, what would that be? Uh, what would yours be? Luna. I would want to be like a falcon, probably. I'd, I'd be a fox. Just makes... Fox? Mm-hmm. I was, my Patronus was a... Mm-hmm. You think you would be a cat? I don't know if I'd be a cat. It would be cool. But I also feel like... But they don't necessarily have to be the same, right? type of bird. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I don't know. I did I did ponder that question the other day, like what my spirit animal would be. And like the first thing that came in my head was a scorpion. <laughs> really? That's the first thing that came in my head was scorpion. Well, yeah. Rita Skeeter, what, her, she was an animagus. She turned into a beetle. They just didn't reveal that in the books. Wasn't it? Wasn't someone a... Wasn't someone a, um, a mosquito? Wasn't she? Well, she she was a beetle. That's how oh, she. Beetle. That's okay, how yeah. she found. That's how out. she was spying, spying on, on the everybody. Kids. Yeah, no one right. knew that she was an animagus. That's and right. She was actually, a... like she was terrible. unregistered, right? <laughs> well, she was unregistered, right? And then mm-hmm. the the Ministry of Magic uh, mm-hmm. pressed charges or did whatever they did. Rita Skeeter. Um, my favorite character versus my least favorite character. It's hard like, favorite are... character, but like Dobby is like one of my favorite characters. He's just. He was so loyal and cool and just, like, innocent. Like, he, like, I, that's what I felt like he represented in the series was, like, this, like, childlike <coughs> innocence of, like, love and loyalty. Mm-hmm. And my least favorite character, or at least the person that I did this, Umbridge. But I think that's a lot of people. Dolores I, Umbridge, like, that, oh, that beach. Dolores. Beach. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. probably one, I said this the other day, one of my most hated villains mm-hmm. like she's a perfect villain oh, like i get i, I love to so hate her fired, i love to hate her but yeah yeah my definitely my least favorite i think when the uh centaurs carried her away i would justice was, yes yeah everyone was like oh no one felt bad for her at mm-hmm. that point they were cheering in the theater yeah cheering I, yeah Woo! yeah and they picked a good actor for it too mm-hmm. i think she was really close that's another thing like they cast that movie Perfect. And the only thing that I didn't like as far as casting, well, I, there are two things I should speak about. One is Jenny and Harry's 
chemistry, but I don't think that was their fault because they were cast when they were babies. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. they didn't know. I think that their on screen chemistry wasn't as believable and as passionate as I felt At like all. it should have been. And second, the person that they recast for the second Dumbledore after the first Dumbledore died, the first movie, that Dumbledore was exactly what I pictured Dumbledore to be in my yeah. mind. The way he spoke, yep. the, like how slow he moved, like that was Dumbledore to yeah. me. And so this next dude was like, you know, did you put your name in the cabinet of all He was vibrant, like, yeah. Vi- very, he was just yeah. way too, he moved too quickly. And he yeah. was way too animated for me. Very aggressive. Aggressive. And, aggressive and like, like the, the first one was... Very warm. Yeah, like he was definitely like, yeah, warm and loving, but he like was still powerful, and you could tell he oh, was powerful. Yeah. But it was like, but he was aged in the books. They always, until they look back at Voldemort, mm. you don't really see um, Dumbledore as anything but you know wisdom and mm-hmm. and you know age and and it, he he really they say he moves slow, but like a panther. I think it's said in there, you know, like he's, he's, he's still, you know, moves well, but he's, he's, uh, like you said, uh, older. I, I agree with that. I, I'm glad that you said it. Cause I remember that the Dumbledore did die and they had to recast it. My only casting qualm was, uh, I don't think Snape's hair is greasy enough in the movies. That's fair. I'll agree um, with that. They, they always, they always said it was a curtain of black greasy hair and he definitely he looks good i think the character mm. is great i'm not i'm not taking away from uh what's his face is snape's character yeah. yeah i'm not R. taking R. Away. he yeah he did a great job portraying snape but i just think his hair should have been a little greasier that's really my only qualm i think there were some scenes where i was like oh yeah that's enough grease but there were some where i was like okay blowout did you just leave the uh, salon yeah like, yeah <laughs> it looked really like, like very cool yeah <laughs> yeah like Look at his hair. yeah like he's gonna be on the cover of uh, Witches or Wizards Weekly. Yeah, that was Wizards Weekly. So you said, I said McGonagall. You said Dobby. Dobby. I think Dobby. If I had just Hagrid and Hag, yeah. Hagrid I, is um. Well, and he's such an animal lover too. Yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to soft giant. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Big teddy bear. Big. Uh, Gentle, gentle giant. Exactly. And he was hysterical. Like yeah, he was a comedic he, relief. Like yeah. he was so funny. Like even in the books, like that they he'd be like, "Oh, I said that." Like, light. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But a very like lightheartedness mm-hmm. about him. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt bad for him when he was when they, he was getting injured in the books, mm-hmm. and they they were like describing how his whole face was mm-hmm. purple because he's getting slapped around by the other giants, or mm-hmm. you know, and they like, shipped him off to Azkaban. Yeah, like, poor dude. Oh. Yeah. And then we met his brother. <laughs> Yeah. Thwarp? No, was that his name? Gwarp? Thwarp? Gwarp? I think it was something like that. His brother's name. Yeah, there was a lot more of it in the book than mm-hmm. there was in the in the movie. Um, so, like all great things, um, it came to an end, but I like how they're trying to add legs to it. Um, I didn't see this book. I, I remember hearing about it, the, the one, what is this called? <clears throat> the, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. The Cursed Child, yeah. So his, his kids... And Ron's kids, mm-hmm. I guess, eight, 17 years later, 19 years later, whenever they the, go... They they start their first, their first year. year. Well, Hogwarts. yeah, some of them's first year, and then um, it follows that story. And it's it was a screenplay, and they adapted it to the book. It was a screenplay first. It yeah. wasn't written as a book. Um, yeah. I had a hard time finding Fantastic Beasts online. Mm-hmm. I, I try to just YouTube it or do whatever mm-hmm. I can for free. I, I didn't have Audible back then. I'll probably go mm-hmm. back and look for it. But when I found it, it was actually the book of the beasts mm-hmm. describing them. So I'm sure yeah. that was something that they had out there. But I never, like the movie that they made, Fantastic mm-hmm. Beasts, mm-hmm. I never got to read that story. Eddie Raymond actually, like, I don't, pretty recently recorded that. So I think okay. it'll be, it'll okay. be, a bit, he yeah. like, he recorded the audio book for Fantastic Beasts. I know so. Jim Dale was the one that read the first mm-hmm. seven for yeah. me. Um, and he did a great job, in my opinion, as far as uh, keeping the characters consistent and having the voices. Like, his McGonagall voice is spot on. I think <laughs> she probably took it from him. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, <clears throat> all things Harry Potter. My, mm, I liked, I went on the train a couple times when I was at Universal, and they definitely give you a couple different rides. You know, there's one where the um, the soul suckers come at you, um, and it's a little scary, and everything yep. gets all frosty. Narrated by Eddie Raymond, so you can okay. you can 
Right yeah. Now. Okay. I'm gonna have to download that. I've got a couple free ones on my Audible. Um, I get mad. It charges me every month, and I'm like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's what it is." <laughs> but I go back and I looked, and I had like five free books the other day. I downloaded three of them, and I, I kept a couple in the hole. My daughter needs a book every now and then that she forgets to read. She'll read most of them, but every now and then she needs one, and we got Audible, and she'll just download it and listen to it and read it that way. Kids these days. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't mind technology. Oh no. It's, I don't it's mind. Good. Yeah. Any way to get them into the books? Um, you know, I think I've said it before on this podcast, but they say a person who doesn't read only lives one life, and the person mm-hmm. that oh. does read gets to re- live millions a thousand, of yeah, infinity however. lives. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and that's what I love about Harry. The you know the Fantastic Beast stuff like. She's not even writing books anymore, and we still have new content. Yeah. You know, she's a part of... Someone else wrote that. Yeah, someone else wrote Fantastic Beasts. So okay. She was a part of it. Yeah, like, and, you she know, signed off on so, this. And she and, was yeah. heavily involved in, like, help produce it and, like, help with the writing, but, like, she yeah. didn't, like, actually write yeah. the thing. But, yeah, so we're still getting... And now we're, like, going into the past, because Fantastic Beasts is set 60 years before Harry Potter... Yeah, was a thing, and yeah. it's in America. So now, don't they go over? We're, um, we're oh no, we're we're finding like this whole American version of like magic and the house and and all that stuff. And then the second movie that's coming out in November, we're going back to Hogwarts, so we get to see what Hogwarts was like. And if my like timing is correct, it's going to be around the time that the Chamber of Secrets was first open. So I think that that we're going to see how that actually happened. That was my question. When the Chamber of Secrets was first opened, that was when Hagrid got his wand yep. broken and he got kicked out, mm-hmm. right? And, and, Eddie, and Voldemort it, yeah. blamed it on him supposedly mm-hmm. or whatever. And Newt got in trouble for yeah. some stuff that we don't know what he got in trouble for. And that's when the spider was there and, and the spider mm-hmm. got kicked into the forest. So I think all of that's going to come together yeah. beautifully in the second movie. I hope movie. so. I think it's in going to. I think, it's, I think it's going to. That's... That's what really draws me into it is when they wrap around and they, they come back to things that were laced in from the very beginning. Yeah, they, if it's yeah, if it's not a part a part of the like main story, it will they'll definitely like there'll be odes some, to it. There'll yeah. be odes. There'll be some sort of reference to the Chamber of Secrets in the second movie. Did you um so you know she's not writing them, but she's still just she's involved with them. Yeah, okay. she like helps write them, and like okay. she's not the sole pen and you know for gotcha. it or whatever. Well, I don't think she needs to be anymore. Mm-hmm. I hear yeah. authors talk, and they're like, "Oh, you need a rolling steal." Or, you know, J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling is like the epitome of, you know, she's at the top, and um, she's not even writing books anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, she's writing adult books. She's released okay. two or three now under a different pen name. Okay, um, but she's released like a adult books. Like the one was like a murder mystery novel, and the second one was, I haven't read them, so okay. I don't, I don't know. I just haven't had the time to. But I can't. I think it's. I don't remember what the name yeah, is. Yeah, any good. I think maybe I tried to start reading it. I think I was like, this is in Harry Potter, so I yeah. just couldn't I couldn't do it, which is terrible, and I know that's why she like yeah. wrote it under a different pen name. Because yeah, she didn't well, when any... random people are bringing up mm-hmm. your name, they haven't even read your book, but they know who you yeah. are because yeah. of your writing skills or because of the titles that have been released under your name. Yeah. Um, you're doing good. You know, Tolkien called, always comes up. Four books. Rolling. Uh, George R. R. Martin is one of my favorites. Um, yeah. She's written four books, crime fiction novels okay. under the Robert Galbraith. So she's not even like that's her under a dude's name. Mm-hmm. Under Robert guy's name. what? Robert Galbraith. Hmm. That's Robert weird. Galbraith. That is super strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I ate a chocolate frog while I was there. That was super cool. Yeah, did you get to watch the Durmstrang and the the students like do their little twirly performance no. and stuff? Out I saw oh I saw the blue girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw them out there. Um, yeah, the Durmstrang students. And yeah, them. that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't see anyone else. I didn't. We didn't linger long. We definitely walked through a couple of times, hit all the rides, um, but we were there for three days and we were just really relaxing and just taking it easy. Mm-hmm. I was with the guy who. Um, uh, his girlfriend couldn't make it, so he had some extra tickets. I just ended up going, so I didn't have my kids with me or anything. It was, it was a bittersweet thing, but it allowed me to um, not have to focus on my kids, and I got mm. to, I got to people watch, and yeah. I got to, I got to see people having a good time and interacting. You know, there was, like I said, it was a bittersweet thing not having them there to to love on them or whatever. But my kids aren't Harry Potter fans, anyways, so um, I definitely did 
wait in line with a bunch of Harry <laughs> Potter fans. There was this one, um, there's this one family in particular. There's, there's these three little black girls, and they all had the little Harry Potter accents, and they're like, "I definitely read book number three, and and Hermione is my favorite character." <laughs> and then, of course, the oldest one, she's like, "That's rubbish." <laughs> um, it was so funny. Um, just being there, seeing all the different people from all over the world enjoying this this universe that she created, like you said, that you got to, you know, indulge yourself in uh, and escape to when you were a kid back in the 90s, mm-hmm. you know, and we're, we're still talking about it today. I really think that uh, it's an wow, amazing thing. I feel thing. really old just now, like back in the 90s, and now we're talking about it now because it's eons later. Well, oh. it's... Like it is eons. kind of eons later. But it's still relevant, though. Oh, I definitely. Mean, I, I think uh, that part of the park was definitely more crowded than mm-hmm. anything else. Um, there was a lot of fish food there. There wasn't really... I didn't see any, like, big burgers or anything. Like, it was... Um, Did it, you go into the... There was a, there's a restaurant that you could go into. I, th- I went to that one every yeah. day, but it was, like, fish and chips mm-hmm. and, and crab salad and... Yeah. This and that. It was it was super cool. I just I was also trying to be as frugal as possible. Mm. I didn't really even spend money until the last day. Yeah. Because I was just trying to cruise by and keep it as cheap as possible and just keep the experience. Uh, you know, I didn't. I took some pictures, but I wanted to just really breathe it all in and just enjoy it for what it was. And I would recommend anyone to go. I think it's an awesome absolutely experience. Um, I'm mad that you're you're leaving town. You're gonna move soon. Yeah, very soon. So whenever you come back, we're definitely gonna have to do another one. What else did we miss for Harry Potter? Is there anything else we need to talk about? Gosh, I could sit here <clears> and talk about Harry Potter. I don't think we. Ever. I don't think we gave Voldemort his due. I yeah, think we didn't talk about him at all. We. Uh, <laughs> I had a. I had a podcast earlier um, last week, or it was earlier back about um, telling um, Batman that he's not a superhero. Hmm. He's a great character, has a lot of popularity, but as far as my superhero goes, he doesn't have any superpowers. So my point was the best two things about Batman were his utility belt Mm -hmm. and the Joker. Mm -hmm. And I think that you can't have a great story without some sort of great conflict, and I think Voldemort played that part well. Absolutely. Um, They snuck him in the first one. There was definitely some links to it. Then at each book got a little deeper into it. And honestly, when I started reading the books, when I saw the, the, what was it, the backlash, when is it, when you, back, backflash, Mm -hmm. when um, uh, Dumbledore's talking to him as a kid, Mm -hmm. and he's like, he lights his cabinet on fire, like, that was one of the most exciting things that I remember listening to in the books, was Mm -hmm. like, dude, this kid was nuts, like, from a young age, you know, and then you know, hearing about his dad and his sister or his mom, you know, um, falling in love with the, the, the muggle dude and, you know, everything that happened. It was just, I, I, I love that, that attention to detail and, and how she, you know, really grasped that pain and made him a, a tw- you almost feel bad for him, mm-hmm. you know, he's really twisted from the get, like you almost, you almost give him a pass for being so nuts. Yeah. I don't know if I do. I think that everyone has a past. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, yeah, your circumstances, you know, Harry didn't let his raising influence how he became as a person. You know what I mean? Like, he had a shit. Yeah. You know, he was constantly belittled and shoved into a tiny broom closet underneath yeah. the stairs and like with a you know what I mean like the point I was making is he's he's necessary to the story oh 100 well that's kind of where, yeah. almost yeah. the whole gist of the entire series yeah. was this like good versus evil yeah, yeah. like good versus evil yeah, love have, versus hate like it's it's one without the other yeah exactly yeah I always dream for backstories like I would love to see Snape's backstory mm-hmm. uh, a lot more, you mm-hmm. know, um, like back when the uh, the Marauders map was made, there was a lot of shirts that I saw out there that was, you know, uh, uh, mischief managed mm-hmm. or uh, you know just matching shirts of yeah. uh, uh, all the Harry Potter things, and I've noticed I've noticed the uh, 
what is the triangle with the wand and deadly the, hollows. the deadly yeah. hollows i've seen that tattooed mm-hmm. i've seen the shirt all tattoo, over the place yeah i was gonna say i know you had it but i've seen other people with it oh, i see yeah. it i'm like mm-hmm. harry potter yeah i see you my people i can't wait until one of these rappers gets a, a lightning bolt on their forehead that would be Somebody's i thought about it doing it in white ink because you wouldn't be able to see it you could do it in the glow in the dark and then it, and then it would like you would see it under a black light i've yeah. thought about doing that would, yeah like, that would be super cool yeah i feel like you can see the white though very 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 feline and it's very easily covered by makeup That's like very, very easily like covered a yeah concealer. little dot yeah that'd be a that'd be a uber nerd tattoo right there for and sure the wand. yeah yep yeah wand on my finger I think Harry Potter is going to be one of those things that just sticks with people forever. I don't think it's going to be where it's a fad that dies down. Like I yeah. think it's just going to continue. If anything, it's it just keeps getting bigger and gaining momentum. Yeah. Like well, it's like Star, Star Wars. Wars. It's going to be like yeah. Star. Yeah, it's exactly like Star Wars. You know, like yeah. you know, thirty years, forty years later now, and it's like we're still like celebrating Star Wars. There's still new Star Wars movie. People still yeah. go fucking nuts. Yeah. We don't want to do this a whole yeah, separate oh, podcast. No. I was going to say, I think, that's, I think that's going to be our next podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we should just digest the whole Star Wars thing, because we could talk about that yeah. all night, oh too. Um, SOJ conversation, I think we got a good one in the bag. Is there anything that we missed? Um, I'm going to drink the rest of my pumpkin juice and get out of here. Um, Voldemort, Hogwarts. Um, did, we, did we miss anything? Anyone we absolutely do not like? Do you know? I mean, besides Umbridge, Umbridge sucks. I didn't like Luna's dad. I thought your dad was a cheese ball. Yeah. I, I, like, I, in the books, he definitely creeped me out. Yeah. I think in the movie, he was definitely portrayed very differently. I hated the Dursleys, but then I really started thinking about it, and, like, I kind of feel bad for them. Like, they, like, grew, that's, like, like... Vernon Dursley is a very structured man, and he has his confidence in his structure. Yeah. And, like, his entire world was shaken by, like, magic and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's, like, I don't know. Like, well, I don't agree with how they treated Harry, but, like, yeah. the older I get, the my perspective of them well, I think there's a lot. I think there's some deep parallels there mm-hmm. with, you know, what's going on today with, you know, progression and changing mm-hmm. things and... And everyone's so used to one way, and you know, there's a new way of thinking coming out. And there's this this information uh, super highway that everyone has in their back pocket, and we're all. Um, I mean, look at me. I've got a radio show. Mm. You know, I've got a podcast. Like, I'm the least technologically inclined person that I've ever met. Um, so I just think it's I think it's a good thing. And Harry Potter got us here talking about him. So we'll have to do this again. Um, safe travels. Thank you. I definitely love your face. And uh, when you come back into town, we'll do this again. Thank you for letting me come over. Ah. Your place is lovely. Thank it's, you. it's very warm and inviting. It, it, every place that you guys have always lived in, I, I <laughs> thoroughly enjoy coming in. You Good. Guys We're homey people. Yeah. Well, you set that, you set that warm and cozy place, but it's more than that. It's like cool. It's like you got Yoda hanging out. Like, on top of the bookcase. Yes. Yeah. Like, super cool. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, I'll send you guys a copy of this when it comes out.